If you know God made you to make a difference, turn up the volume. This is for you. Welcome to the Purpose to Impact podcast. Here, we're digging into the what, where, when, why, and how around taking impact from an opportunity to an actual occurrence. We'll see what it looks like at the business level, church level, and personal life level too. The who, that's already answered. It's you. You are purpose to impact. So settle in and listen up. Your desire to make a difference is doable, and it starts right here. Hey, hey, welcome or welcome back to the podcast. We are, I feel like, halfway through our series on mindset shifts for deeper purpose and greater impact. And today we are talking about six steps to start something new. Now, the end of summer is approaching and back to school season is upon us. As the kids start new grades, new activities, new friendships, or even start school for the first time, which is the case in my house, (laughs) there are a lot of new things on the horizon. Maybe you're on the precipice of a new season yourself. Maybe you're feeling led to launch something new of your own. Maybe a new educational endeavor, a new business, or a new ministry. Maybe you're ready for a fresh approach to something you're already doing. Today, we're going to talk through the six steps to start something new that I developed for my original one-to-one coaching program. While my coaching model is evolving, that's another episode for another day, these foundational principles can't be missed when you're on the brink of a new beginning, and they're applicable across business, ministry, and in our personal lives. To prove it, I'll walk you through how I use these very steps myself. All right, let's get to it. Step one, discover your why. Ecclesiastes 3.11 in the Amplified Bible says, He has made everything beautiful and appropriate in its time. He has also planted eternity, a sense of divine purpose in the human heart, a mysterious longing which nothing under the sun can satisfy except God. Yet man cannot find out, comprehend, grasp what God has done his overall plan from the beginning to the end. If you're unclear about why you want to do something, the what and how will only grow more and more muddled as you go along. Worse yet, your intentions to do something meaningful and make a real difference won't be measurable at all. You won't have a clue if what you're doing is working or if you should try a different approach. Discovery is the first step when building something new. It's like the excavation process where you see what's there and what might work best. Start by answering these three questions. One, how do I believe the world should be? What does an ideal world look like for you? What's missing? What do we need more of? If you could make this ideal a reality, how would you want yourself and others to feel as a result? Two, what bothers me most about the current state of our world? What problem tugs on your heartstrings the most? Where do you see the biggest needed change? And three, ask yourself, what am I actively involved in changing? Review your list above and highlight the areas you're currently involved in doing something. This will give you a sense of where you might already have some traction 
or access to open doors to move forward. If you start doing before you take time for prayerful discovery, you're bound to lose your way in the process. Remember this. When you let God show you how he's put you together and positioned you, he'll point you to your why. So here's my example. You might know that recently I launched a company called Rightly Instructed. Why? Why would anyone in their right mind with three kids under six and another business ever want to start something new? Well, because my then three-year-old's preschool closed and he demanded to continue doing school. More specifically, he insisted that I teach him. Not knowing what else to do, I prayed and asked God for the wisdom and insight to teach him what God wanted him to know. And when I stumbled upon Isaiah 28, 26 in my personal devotion time, which says, for he is rightly instructed, his God teaches him. I literally remember screaming, yes, that's it. You teach him. (laughs) And from there, the whole idea of using God's word to inform studies across every subject, even for our littlest learners was born. That was my why to teach my children to see God and the fulfillment of his word in everything around them so they would know, trust, and choose to walk with him every day of their lives. Step two, deconstruct those limiting beliefs. Proverbs 4.23 in the New Living Translation says, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. Once you've gotten a handle on your why, the next step is to figure out what's standing in your way. All too often, we get in our heads and let all the reasons we believe we can't keep our feet on the ground when we should be gearing up to take that leap of faith. Here's how you can break down those mental blocks and prepare your mind to start the building process. 1. Map your mindset. Keep a log of the thoughts that run through your head when it comes to that purpose-driven thing you want to start or grow. 2. Weigh your thoughts against truth. At the end of the day or week, review your list. Then, find a scripture to pair with each one. Go to God's word to find truth that takes down your limiting beliefs and builds up the ones consistent with what he says. 3. Commit to taking one step forward. Do some research. Connect with someone in a field related to your idea to learn more about it. Then add to your mindset map all the reasons why this God idea could work. Remember this, whether you achieve your purpose potential depends on your willingness to push past your limiting beliefs. For me, I didn't think I could teach my own kids, let alone create lessons that anyone else would want for their kids. It took countless reminders from loved ones that the way I deliver lessons downloaded in my own devotion time has resonated with many children I've taught, not just my own. From Sunday school to homeschool, the way God inspires me to make biblical principles tangible through science, nature, and other academic concepts helps kids truly understand what they believe and why. And so when the requests and a few demands from friends to start sharing these lessons started rolling in, I chose to believe God would use what he'd given me and make up the difference himself. Step three, dream with purpose. Deuteronomy 3.27 in the Amplified Bible says, Go up to the top of Mount Pisgah and raise your eyes toward the west and north and south and east and see it with your eyes. If your purpose were pinnable, what 
would be on your board. What does legacy look like for you? How does impact feel? Is it fueled by the resources to give more? Does it all happen in a space you've built where you can build others up? Is it a result of something you made or a service you provide to meet a real tangible need? Here's how you can use Pinterest to create a virtual vision board of what it would look and feel like to pursue your purpose-driven idea without getting sucked into the abyss. Pin quotes that inspire you to take action in the right direction. Pin images that capture what you want to do and how you want what you do to make yourself and others feel. Pin resources that'll help you learn more about what you're aiming to accomplish. Remember this, opening your heart to God's purpose and plan must be followed by opening your eyes to see where he wants to take you. I can't even tell you the extent of my dreams for this business, but I can say that God is already bringing more to pass than I could have imagined, let alone asked for. Let's take a lesson from Joseph here. God-given dreams don't always get the response we expect when we share them, and they rarely play out the way our minds envision them. But when God is the dream giver, we can rest assured that its fulfillment will be better than anything we could imagine, and he'll get all the glory. Step four, define your vision, mission, and purpose. Isaiah 28, 16 in the New Living Translation says, Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Look, I am placing a foundation stone in Jerusalem, a firm and tested stone. It is a precious cornerstone that is safe to build on. Whoever believes need never be shaken. No matter what kind of venture you're starting, making an impact in people's lives means taking them on a transformational journey from where they are, across their problem, to the better life they're looking for. Your solution, the thing you're starting, is the bridge that gets them there. There are three foundational elements you need in order to build a life, a business, a ministry, really anything, with purpose for impact. One, purpose is your cornerstone. It's the first stone that is laid and sets the pattern for every other building block. Every other stone is laid in reference to this one. Two, Mission is your keystone. This is the stone right at the apex of the arch that locks all the other stones into place. Without this, all the other stones along the side would fall apart with no unified direction. You need a clear mission to direct every activity you undertake or your efforts will be scattered instead of structured. Three, vision is your capstone. It sits above all the stones you've built up protecting the entire structure's integrity. The same way a capstone diverts water from eroding the stones of the arch underneath, vision protects you from the distractions that would destroy your ability to fulfill your mission and purpose. These are what I call structural statements because they are the critical elements of any infrastructure that supports purpose and impact. And sadly, this is where a lot of visionaries get stuck. When the vision is hard to articulate, it's hard to get all the other elements to align. Clear, concise, and compelling statements that capture your purpose, mission, and vision will help you stay focused through your new construction process. Write these statements out and keep them where you can see them. 
Evaluate every single thing you do against these three elements to make sure everything stays in alignment. Remember this. Let God define your purpose. He's a sure foundation that's safe to build on. Consult him for clarity before you start construction. All right, so what do these structural statements look like in my example? The purpose of Rightly Instructed is to facilitate God-led learning in a world that consistently compartmentalizes or excludes the Bible from academic learning. We do this by developing multi-sensory resources that use scripture as a springboard for academic learning across language and literacy, STEAM subjects, and social studies. That's the mission. The vision is simple, that our children walk in truth no matter where life takes them, God led all the days of their lives. Step five, design your solution to connect operations to outcomes. Proverbs 24, 27 in the New Living Translation says, do your planning and prepare your fields before building your house. For me, this is the fun part. This is where we blueprint all the systems and structures that will take you from idea to impact. When we enter this phase, it's imperative that we plan thoroughly so we can ensure our venture will be sustainable before we build our lives around it. We do this by mapping every operation or activity to an outcome that will add up to the ultimate impact we're after. A while back, I recorded a video that I'll link in the show notes that walks you through my operations to outcomes mapping process with a real life example so you can see how it all comes together. If you're subscribed to the Devotional, it's already in your inbox. There are some nuances to it, but it's as detailed as it is for a reason. It's designed to ensure we don't set ourselves up for mission drift that could erode all our hard work in the building process. Remember, the strength of your infrastructure determines your capacity for impact. With Rightly Instructed, we started out with a monthly subscription box for preschoolers with mini unit studies and multi-sensory activity materials that highlighted an element of nature as seen in scripture. Since then, we've consolidated into a full program called Creation Exploration A to Z. A big reason for this change was that the operations weren't generating the outcomes efficiently. Developing monthly content was taxing, and the cost of delivering all the parts and pieces put the product out of the budgets of many homeschooling families, especially those with multiple children. So we prayed, asked for feedback from our customers, those who bought and those who didn't, that's important, and we pivoted. Iteration is essential to impact because it allows you to stay in tune with the needs of those you're aiming to reach. So when you start something new and feel like you need to take yet another new approach down the road, don't be discouraged. It's part of the process. Step six, do the thing. Ephesians 3.20 in the Amplified Bible says, Now to him who was able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us. We can have all the God-given vision and potential in the world, but his power will stay pent up within us unless we put it to work. He's easily able to fulfill all those visions and dreams that super exceed our human capacity, but we have to give him space to show up and something to work with. That starts with us putting in some work ourselves. Remember, it's the incremental differences that add up to impact. 
if I just kept these lessons to myself out of fear of what it would cost and how others might respond, the impact would be limited to three people, my three kids. Now, don't get me wrong. That's powerful. Last week, we talked about growing people and how important that is. Andy Stanley once tweeted, Your greatest contribution to the kingdom of God may not be something you do, but someone you raise. To this day, that's one of my favorite quotes, and I believe it with all my heart. But because I chose to deconstruct my limiting beliefs, do the work, and do the thing, we've gotten to share these resources with multiple families across several states, people we never would have met or known had we not just decided to go for it. Now, those parents have even more in their arsenal as they're training up mighty warriors to advance God's kingdom. To God be the glory. So, in sum, starting something new can be both exciting and daunting all at once. But thank God for his word, our builder's manual. The Bible's principles and precedents are instructional for our own building experiences. And if we consult the chief architect with each step in the plans, we'll be sure to build something that reflects his vision, can sustainably serve his purpose, and will achieve the earthly and eternal impact he's destined us to make for his namesake. With that, let's wrap this one in prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you for all of the new beginnings you have ahead for us. No matter the kind, no matter the destination, I pray, Lord, that you would just continue to speak to our hearts, to open our eyes, and to give us the courage to take the next step forward with our hands in yours and our plans drawn from yours. I pray that you would continue to lead us forward with purpose and for impact. Give us all of the resources that we need. Give us all of the courage and the boldness that we need. And Lord, just as you always do, be faithful to make the most of what we have and make up the difference where we fall short. You are well able and we are so thankful for it. Thank you for the opportunity to participate in your purpose and your plan. In Jesus' name, amen.